Good morning. Nice of you guys to drop by. Hello there, and welcome to the Spectres podcast. My name is Captain George, and I'm joined by Clone Five Four Three. I've already done Clone. That to say. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Yes, indeed. I'm also joined by the Star Wars Imperial Historian. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a lovely day, night, weekend, month, morning. Possibly now to drop this facade here. Yeah, it what kind are of we put doing? Me off. <laughs> it kind of really put me off that you entered with the Obi Wan voice. Hello. I was yeah. expecting that. Was like, oh, we're, we're doing voice. Okay, that's fine. Uh, hey, it's it's the episode I get to introduce. So yes. I will, all, I will always default back to Obi-Wan for sure. That's how you're going to know George is, like in, is in charge of an episode. Yes. It's Obi-Wan, not George. Yes, Obi-Wan's involved in the episode. No, not Winnie the Pooh. No. Okay. Not Elmo, not Herbert the Pervert, not uh, Darth Maul. We can't have Sith here. Well, I mean... I, I'm... Trying to protect Satine. <laughs> yes, we have to protect Satine at all costs. Yeah, how did that work out for you? She's low blow. <laughs> yeah. Low blow, clone. Very low blow. That would make you feel my pain. As that you were told in that same scenario. Yes, well, that's just how the way things came out, I'm sure. Do we want to move right, on okay. to yeah, Q&A? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> monologuing no, 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 styles. I thought, I thought you said you wanted Q&A last, so we have the addressing a certain thing. Okay. I'm going to say this up in front. I don't want to cover leaks and rumors. Why? Is because people that typically tend to do that are like pulling it out of like nowhere or just small circumstantial evidence. But also, I recall a YouTuber that covered one leak, right? And they literally upset the company because they, they that person never addressed a leak or rumor before. But that one person decided to finally do so. And it upset that company. And I feel like I don't want to cover something unless it's set in stone fact. Like Ewan McGregor is going to play Obi-Wan. Why? Because we've seen him on stage with Kathleen Kennedy say that. We've heard that when we got the TV shows. That is set in stone fact. I don't want any to address any rumors about a potential, oh, Kylo Ren show. Or, you know, anything like that, right? Like anything that's just like random or potentially not going to happen. Or it's just mumblings within like... Lucasfilm, right? I, I don't really care for that. Just let's cover just what's set in stone, right? Okay. Can so addressing the mumblings in you, Lucasfilm, I want to first start out by saying yes, there is a Winnie the Pooh show on the way. Wonderful. Oh, no. I'm glad you've you said this. I just want to address two things. The <laughs> there. Oh, um, sad. One thing. Uh, clearly, Obi Wan today is a Disney Shield sellout. Uh, <laughs> Let's get I there. not know Disney shoe. <laughs> As a joke. I'm a Jedi Knight. Uh, and second of all, um, just to uh, reinforce that, another big reason is also because we want to make the Trust podcast. Issues. Yeah, uh, we have like when you watch when you listen to an episode of this podcast, we want you to be. In the, we want to give that trust that when you listen to a podcast, you won't get spoiled on leaks or anything like that. If you want to want to find leaks you can go and find it yourself but this podcast will always stay rumor and leak free to keep you know something that's not even out yet 
spoiler free, you know, so to ruin something two years down the line is just not fair in anyone, and it's not fun. So, yeah, who wants to hear us break down a Cassian Andor or a Kenobi set that got leaked? No, that's no fun. We don't even want to be spoiled on that. I don't want to be spoiled on that. <laughs> that's what you're I'm talking looking about. forward to Kenobi. <laughs> I don't want to be spoiled to that, right? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I want to be surprised the moment it happens. I think that's a uh, general problem with all these big companies now jumping on the leaking rumor, which I do want to start by saying apologies because I think I have done some leaks on rumors talks in the past. But I think the point the historian is getting at is the accessibility of knowing that if you do leaks and rumors within a podcast, there is the high possibility you're going to let people down with what you say. And if we cover something that's not common knowledge and I come out and say, oh, by the way, Kenobi's canned, if people are going to get upset, especially if you then have a hmm. reputable... Uh, like backing and so the leaks and rumors side of things i think that will stay from now on with the people that do that job because they have a ton of gut to do that because they get a ton of backlash and so give them the support they require no matter what or at least the good the reputable ones give them the support no matter what there are some leaks and rumors which utter garbage please don't support them because you're just feeding into other people's narratives where it's like it's the ones that are reputable there are good ones out there and so if you want to go for leaks and rumors go to them you, you I also feel like, like that's the uh, I feel like that's the issue with like people making Star Wars theories or Elseworlds like scenarios in the Star Wars universe. You're literally just setting people up for a what if a uh, you know a possibility of one outcome, which was never it's even like, in the plan. You're just literally here, setting here, here. it up to be nothing but disappointment, right? It's if you're speculating Snoke's plague, Snoke is going to be like the biggest bad of the sequel trilogy. All of a sudden, Snoke dies. Well, you didn't know. You were speculating. You were theorizing it. And you literally built up an expectation in people's mind, and you it literally got tore down. Just because something you expected to happen wasn't what happened, or you didn't like what happened does not make it bad. It's it's fine to speculate, right? Speculate, you know, and speculate safely, right? Don't Keep in mind, <laughs> yeah, don't overanalyze. Don't expect what you especially think trailers. Happen, will happen on screen, especially right? trailers. That's not it. Trailers are yeah, meant to mislead trailers. you. I, the Mando right. trailer came out, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, is this Ilum?" And it's like, "Why are we? It's a it's a snow planet. Where are you getting Ilum from?" And it's like, <laughs> drawing well, actually, dots. it is it is Ilum. It's, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about Star Killer Base is Ilum. No, That's I was talking about the one uh, the one in Mando. Oh, the, the one in episode where everyone was like, "Oh, this is Ilum in Mando." And when the, the trailer came didn't match out, up. yeah, it, when the trailer came, everyone was like, "Oh, it's Ilum. They're going to Ilum. He's taking Grodeku to Ilum," and it was the some only, uh, side stop. The only one of two planets which it's an inadvertent like side stop too it's like they didn't want to go there just the new republic was after them yeah but uh Trapple like wolf. i said speculate safely and don't build up this expectation in your mind that what you think is going to happen based on leaks rumors speculation theory and all that right don't set those up as what's going to be keep your expectations low and blank right just expect nothing hope for the best that's literally the best advice I can give to anyone that's watching anything. So you enjoy stuff more. Yeah. By not expecting something, then when it happens, you'll like it more likely. What you want to happen is probably not going to happen, right? Yeah. That's just that's just flat out a thing, right? You know why? Because no one you can didn't predict what happened. In, okay, let's let's put us all the way back to like 2016. The Force Awakens came out. Then speculation started to arise, right? No one knew what was going to happen throughout the sequel trilogy. And people had this big expectation of their in their mind, right? It's the same thing that happened to the prequel trilogy, right? Everyone got the end and speculated the beginning. 
do not do that. You're setting yourself up for disappointment. Oh my goodness. I, I've got somewhere saved of um, on a Star Wars forum of people uh, speculating, being completely wrong, that Darth Sidious isn't Palpatine. And it's hilarious in hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Sidious great. isn't Palpatine. Yeah. Well, yeah, so it's not yeah. like during the prequels that that was done. During the prequels, yeah, that's, yeah. That's during the prequels. That's funny. It's like just after Attack the Clones come out, there's a forum stamped 2003, and uh, it's a wonderful thing. If I can find it again, I have to share it to you both because it's beautiful. And in, into yeah. the general chat as well for you guys listening. Although it was played by the same actor, but you know, <laughs> I thought it was a uh. cop out. Um, subverting people's expectations but a twin brother oh you can't you can't say that line <laughs> i cannot <laughs> subverting expectations no 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 bad line <laughs> that will cause too much distress anyway i, I think we this covered it. i think yeah I, I think for the most part i'm just gonna stick with we're gonna stick with what's fact and what we love and that's star wars end of story and None the winnie the pooh tv shows. shows no yes okay i'm gonna move on to gaming part two oh. guys had to up their servers Three times for oh, Battlefront 2. I didn't realize yeah, this, it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to talk about gaming again. Yes, let's pull me. Let's pull it back to something I like gaming. Yes, I've been playing Battlefront with quite a few people, and that includes Clone. I love the game still. It has its issues, especially in HVV, especially with certain heroes. I wish they had buffed Obi Wan, but that's besides the point. Um. um. I, I, I am having fun, mainly because of the sheer fact that there's level 1s, 2s, 3s, and 13s that don't know what they're doing and are getting wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this meme on all this, right? It's like the veteran players are Anakin, the returning players are the clone army, and the younglings inside the temple is just like the new players, the epic game players. It's funny. <laughs> it's more like to be Vader. I mean, yeah, Battlefront 2 had a yeah. massive resurgence, which begs the question... Are dice going to do a Battlefront free? Ah, speculation time. Speculation time. <laughs> it's like, for anyone who's seeing those videos on the internet saying Battlefront free, tease, Battlefront free, rumored, and it's like, no. They, they, got ha- they haven't they, they haven't done anything. They're working on Battlefront If they, if they did have something, right, it would take them not this year, probably not next year, but the year 2023. after. 2020, 2022. Late 2023. Yeah, late 2022 or even 2023, right? And that's them, like, pushing it. Like, really pedal to the metal for 2022. Out a game yeah. really quickly, which means it probably won't be that polished, and we'll have what we have with Battlefront 2 at launch all over again. Or, like, uh, I don't know, the first Battlefront where it was just one era, and that was... Yeah. Money-making. <laughs> it worked. I, like. I still love Battlefront 1. Made everything OP, so everything was just fun, because everything could kill you, but... Yeah, but the stats, the stats of the game was literally promoting just a kill-and-kill kill thing, right? You, you wanted your KD to be so good. Oh, no, I, I don't care about the KD. That's why I like Battlefront 2 better. It got rid of that, and it focused on the objective. I really wish that a lot of the maps and the play styles carried over from 1 to 2. They like, did. I remember really enjoying Bespin, um, Scarif. Yeah, I love Like, did. the full Scarif. And... Well, yeah, the full Scarif, yeah. I, lo- I loved Bespin. Bespin was always a good area to be in. Carbonite, Cloud the, cities the fact like carbonite, carbonite chamber, yeah. chambers is criminal. 
Uh, there's a lot of things we could say that's criminal. That criminal. Like, I think the the issue with Battlefront was it focused on the bigger maps and then made smaller maps out of the bigger maps. Well, I think no. that was to do with the Give us cars. Mustafar. Give us the dueling areas that we want. Yeah, because they did it with Naboo Palace Hangar, and then they even had Duel of the Fates playing for what, that one map. It's like, why couldn't you have done Mustafar, please, just as a HVV map, and then put Battle of the Heroes playing? That would have been amazing, and I do. I don't blame them because I think after the game's initial stumble at launch, huh? oh, EA pulled me... out most of the team to do other things, and I think that's why it kind of went smack on the ground. And there was only one hero designer. Everyone throws shade at like the heroes a lot, saying like, "Oh, this person's broken. Why are we not getting more heroes?" There's one hero designer. That was it, and he did an amazing job with what he could, and he even came back twice after the game's development ended to do some bug patching. One mm-hmm. person. He just, I was like, also going to mention, like, it's like the smaller maps could have, like, everyone loves Naboo Palace, like, hangar. Everyone loves that. That is unarguably a good HVV map. That is one of the best. You have your enclosed area, you have your open area, and you have your area where you could push people off the edge. Man, I loved throwing a, uh, a thermal detonator, no, thermal charge as Han Solo and having that uh, card, which makes, if it's in the air, it pushes people back. <laughs> oh, no, I think damage. it does more damage does when it's in the air. more damage if yeah. detonated oh, right. in the air. That's right. a very nice card. <laughs> it's really nice. It's one of the most recommended Han Solo cards. And also, the extra HVD, two rolls. thing's never going to sit. No. <laughs> Especially for, it's like, it's what, five seconds you have to let it sit for? That's a it's long like, time. No. That's that's like a GACS card, not a HVV card. You want that ability used as quick as possible and recharging. Mm-hmm. I think the other part of gaming is we did a we did a topic in the last week last week's podcast where we talked about gaming, and I think a day, if not a day after it's that about podcast Lucasfilm was recorded, games, yeah, yeah. Them announcing that, and we were like, oh no, Lucasfilm's not going to lose its exclusivity. Which, by the way, it's still not. EA, yeah, EA no. didn't lose the exclusivity deal. In fact, according to Lucasfilm Games and EA, no, I mean, they okay, are it lost more. the exclusivity. It just they, they're still it doing keeps Star the license. Wars games. Yeah, it keeps still the Star doing. Wars license. Yeah, that's what we're getting at. It didn't lose a Star Wars license. It lost yeah, which the exclusivity I think is deal. Fine. But so, then uh, the thing is, which I think everyone's saying, oh, it's lost the exclusivity deal. I don't think the exclusivity deal is being renewed. Is the different? I honestly mm. don't think we'll see another Star Wars game until that exclusivity deal runs out. Because otherwise they would have had to have cancelled the exclusivity deal half. I even think the even then, right? I think they probably went to Dice and, and not Dice. I mean EA and said, "You know what? We're gonna brand a part of our company as Lucasfilm Games. It's gonna be focused on you guys." Because we heard your complaints about not getting the CTs out and you know open, right? So we're gonna put this entire branch of Lucasfilm to you guys. But keep in mind, right? We want to do some more games, and relying on one company is kind of a bad idea. Yeah. We're taking a page out of Lucas Arts and giving other companies a Star Wars license, an Indiana Jones license, a whatever license has it be that falls under Lucasfilm, and giving it out so people can make games. Which is amazing because Ubisoft are doing an open world game. Finally, everyone's been asking for ah. open world for ages. Um, I, I can't wait to see 13, that. 13 question mark? <laughs> it's possible. It's meant to be heavily lore-driven for hardcore fans, so I'm thinking prequel era, possibly Old Republic. Not too sure yet. I, I swear, if I see another OT era, I want to cry. 
The thing, yeah, it's going to be that brief period between episode three and four again. It's like here you are, some lone smuggler or rebel in the no. middle of the Galactic Empire, oh. and you've got a you've got a freighter that's been modified for combat oh. and looks like the Falcon. Yes, That'll, that's the stereotype foundation no, building blocks. Please, I'll even take I don't it if it's in the sequel it. trilogy. I'll take it if it's in the sequel trilogy. I would want that. I want to go on the un, like the uh, sequel under trilogy game. I. I, I'll take the sequel trilogy. Underworld. I don't want another OT era game. I wouldn't mind an OT game if it was like based on the characters. I like want something five and that's six, either possibly. in the Clone Wars, before the Clone Wars, the High Republic, or the sequel trilogy. Or heck, the Old Republic. Make the Old Republic canon via games. Nah. I don't think Finally, they'll probably no, touch the Old Republic until uh, the High Republic's done. That makes yeah, sense. So don't makes confuse sense, yeah. people. Work backwards from prequel to High Republic to then Old Republic. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Acolyte's coming at some point. Yes. yes. The, uh, what's the other one? Um, Lego Star Wars. There's the Star an Indiana Wars Jones game. That too. <laughs> but that's not Star Wars. <laughs> so, Indiana Jones, that's being done by, uh, not Bethesda, I don't think, but it's Todd no, Howard. No, it is Bethesda. And Indiana Jones. Is, no, I, no, I think it's Todd Howard who's the head of Bethesda. He's the producer on it, but it's not Bethesda's team it, working on it. It's another team working on it. Oh, yeah, it's Shotgun. It's, I think it's like Shotgun. Machine, oh. It's Machine Games. Machine Games, that's what it the is. The guys yes. who do Maybe uh, they work under Bethesda or something. But yeah, they do Wolfenstein. But it, so maybe published by Bethesda, I'm not too sure. That's it. They're published by Bethesda. But it's uh, Bethesda. Bethesda. Yeah, Machine Games, yeah. yeah. Has two different, uh, Zinimax has two different um, companies. By uh, by Softworks, which I believe is the uh, like the people make Fallout new like make Fallout games, and then the Bethesda. Uh, you know, it's, it's like it's like two different brands of Bethesda, and of course they're the publishing one, and the other one's the creator one. But this one, of course, is the publisher one. Uh, for machine games and yeah, moving on to Lego Star Wars, that's meant to be coming out in the oh, next yeah? two to three, next two to four months. Hopefully, I'm hoping <laughs> the marketing will pick up soon, and we're finally like the proper gameplay because Lego games are always known to be like out front. It's not like there's anything spoiler hidden behind this thing. And the fact that we're mm. possibly two to four months away from launch, and we still haven't had like any open world gameplay footage or. It's quite confusing to me, but I know stars I feeling, have been very hidden you're down. You're going to ask for that, and then they're going to bombard you so on YouTube. I would, I would like that because if I say something's not going to happen, and then it does happen, that means I, I can keep doing this. And every time I say something, if anything, won't happen, I like that happens. idea better. Yeah. I don't like like the for films. It makes sense to do like the one trailer at a time, keep yeah. the fuel in the fire type bit. If you're a video game, right? We understand development is like D and like no no disclosure of what's going on, right? A non-disclosure agreement, right? You do not talk about it. It's an NDA. You literally don't talk about this game. And it's also in the oven longer than a film. So it's, yeah. a, it's a good idea for that one to, like, do a little small bit like we did, like, at the Game Awards with the, yeah. you know, the little bit right, and then hold off and then bombard people with a constant thing. So I, so they just I really like... Immediately hyped. I really like some... Because we're getting, we're getting so many details about how like you'll be able to fly on and off planets and then you'll get capital ship encounters and space battles and then the ground questing systems and the new camera angles. And I'm like, great. Can I see it? If it's... <laughs> I want it, I want it to be more stable than D, like our DC supervillains. <laughs> That's all I'm asking. 
I think it. I mean, they've confirmed now uh, 800 characters or character models are in the game. So there's 800 individual character models. Around 300 mm-hmm. of those are playable characters, which is a ton when you think about Lego games. The, the 800 sounds bigger, and yes, that means they've got. That's not even saying they'll take like a little bit of those and make them DLC. Yeah, I mean, because there's still no news on if there will be Clone Wars or Rebels content. They, all the clo- what do you mean? No clone. No, we no. the prequel era. That is clone wars. No, but like uh, in terms of DLC packs, uh, there were eight DLC ah. packs, and all eight of them were leaked. It's like a Mando pack one and pack two. There's a Solo one. There's a Rogue One one. But there's no Rebels or Clone Wars packs listed. So either Clone Wars. I'm and thinking Rebels, that's going to be in the game. Yeah, either why. Clone Wars and Rebels is already a part of it, or they're not doing it, and we're only getting the movies. We're not getting TV shows. And it, no, it makes sense to put them in the game as the thing as well. Yeah, I know because well, you can make the argument that it flushes out the era. It just flushes out like the bridge be, between yeah, the two. Yeah, it'd be really nice. But the thing is, as well, is what and Ahsoka is just such a big character that they'd probably want to use her as well. Yeah, because I yeah. really want to see how um, if the DLC adds an extra planet, if that makes sense, because they've listed that it's like twenty-one or twenty-eight planets that you can visit. But like, does Rogue One give you the ability to go to Scarif, or does it only give you a mission, or does it only give you a character pack? Same with. I'd Mando. imagine the Rogue One would be a set story, like because I'm assuming is this the DLC. Yeah, Rogue One's a DLC. Yeah, we're talking about pack. DLC. It's speculation, of course. Yeah. <laughs> we completely contradicted, contradicted ourselves here. No, 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 we no, said... Rumors and leaks. No, we said rumors yeah, yeah. and leaks. Speculation's fine. And I kept... I said, keep in mind, we're probably not going to get what we want. And that's why we need to come in it. We, we need to just enter it blank the moment we start playing, right? Which oh, is the beautiful yeah. thing that I have the ability to do. I forget everything I knew about Star Wars when I watched the film. I'm just there for the enjoyment. Yeah. I like um, the fact as well they might have had a mumbling mode enabled now. They're going to have two. The Lego mumbling come back. So you can either have James Arnold Taylor going, it's over uh, on Nick and I have the high ground, or you can have James Arnold Taylor going, I suppose it saves them doing different languages. I love how you do. I say clone five We speak Lego. <laughs> we speak Lego. We speak Lego fluently. <laughs> Hire us, TT Games. We'll translate. It's uh, uh, funny. Okay, what were you saying, historian? I feel like we interrupted you. I uh, know. I was. I was just taken aback by that. That. That insensitive. Well, uh, it was very insensitive to uh, the Lego people. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, what were you saying about, like, DLC, though? We'll stab you in the foot. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to say that, because I imagine all that will most likely be, like, the bonus missions from, like, yeah. the um, the original Star Wars Complete Sega, where you had a room entirely dedicated to that, but a bit more fleshed out. See, I'd feel with, for this example, Solo and Rogue One, they wouldn't really have much of a hub planet. Because I know you mentioned Scarif, but it's not... Scarif feels like... It most likely be Yavin, more than anything. No, just reuse Yavin from the Yavin's confirmed already. And plus, you have planets in there like we have... 
I don't know if all of these are confirmed, but like Crate's going to be in there, and Geonosis, Naboo, Coruscant, mm-hmm. which we've seen yeah, in the trailer. Yeah, because there's like potentially two levels Naboo, of like Crates. Because yeah. the, the, um, the hub worlds themselves are dependent on what order you play in. So, for example, you can play any of the nine movies in whichever order you want. So if you play episode Chronological six... Chronological is how I'm doing it. Exactly, but otherwise, you can go straight into episode six, and then Jabba's Sail Barge will be on Tatooine. However, if you go straight into episode one, you won't be able to find Jabba's Sail Barge. Or the Great Pit of Cocoon. So stuff will spawn depending on stuff will spawn in certain places depending on what movie you're playing. And you'll be able to select the movie from the menu. So you go into the menu and you select I want to play episode three, it loads you into a world generated on episode three, which probably means it'll load you straight into the Battle of Coruscant. Which will probably be a free open world event above the planet rather than natural mission. Oh, that'd be so cool. I think it will be. Because they said like uh, so one of the things, if everyone remembers the complete saga the first mission of the complete saga is you're Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan on the uh, Trade Federation ship and you go down to yep. Naboo. So the mm. first mission in Phantom Menace now is when you're underwater in Gungan City, sneaking into feed. But all the Trade Federation stuff is still there, but it's all open world. So you will still do all the stuff on the ship, but that's all open world, which means that ship will be have an interior that's explorable, potentially, and be like an open world hub location. I love that idea. Same with the Venators, Super Star Destroyers in there, the Death Star's in there, I believe. Yes, who doesn't love a good old Venator-class Star Destroyer? So, uh, so, yeah, or better known as a Jedi Cruiser. I think one of the so, new details revealed was that you can attack, the capital ships will jump attack you, but you can disable them and then board them. You know what, now I'm not so interested in Ubisoft making an open world game. because <laughs> Lego are doing it. We're going to uh, <laughs> get one in a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> Lego, Lego have apparently re- com- completely redone the combat system as well, so it's now got like a heavy and light attack thing, but you can still just spam heavy if you want to win. Apparently, the blaster aiming's been completely redone and like worked on off the Force Awakens game. So th- th- this is a new type of Lego game. This isn't just a new Lego game; it is a new type of Lego game, which I'm really excited ah, to good. finally see. TT Games, but it's like. I think it'll be phenomenal, especially once you get the voice actors in there playing those parts. Like, we're finally going to get James Arnold Taylor and Matt Lanter doing the Anakin v Obi Wan fight, which everyone wanted. You get Matt yes. Lanter go, "You underestimate my power. Don't try it. <laughs> Don't try it." <laughs> he just screams and jumps. I'm wondering. I've already seen Jack do Obi Wan for that scene. Sam Witwer's doing see, uh... Palpatine, I believe, isn't he? Uh, yeah, OT Palpatine. He's doing OT Palpatine. I don't know if he's going to do. Sheev Palpatine in comparison to the Emperor if it's still going to be Sam Witwer. I don't know, that would be interesting, but I don't I don't know I about feel, that, to be honest. I feel that um, Sheev Palpatine like Senator Sheev and Chancellor Sheev Palpatine should almost be done by a different voice actor because it, even though it is, I know it's, it is know, they in sound, real life the same actor. Yeah, in real life it's the same actor, but they, but they sound so different. You know, just one sounds a lot more menacing. Yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be against that, right? I, I really yeah. wouldn't. Be. I really just want them to it's, get it, the I'm just thinking, it's such a shame that we can't have Ian Abercrombie because he did such a good job in the Clone Wars oh, yeah, for no. Chancellor Papa II. Legend. Rest yeah, in peace, rip. but I really want them to get most of the... If Clone Wars and Rebels characters are in there, I, I, those are the actors I want. For but yeah, Dooku prob- especially. They're probably wandering around Corey in Coruscant. Yeah. I think Corey Burton does an amazing Dooku. Yeah. I really want him to do. I love Corey Burton. I really Dooku. want him to do the Dooku lines, and then stuff like Rebels. You get Freddie Prince Jr. in to do Kanan again. Yeah. Vanessa mm-hmm. Marshall as Hera, and we know she's up for the voice acting stuff because Squadrons. 
Yeah. Well, they're voice actors. They're already oh, up yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, get them involved stuff. in the Lego game. <laughs> this is meant to be and the of, ultimate Lego Star Wars game. Get the and, people uh, in. Of course. I, um, I, the one thing it's always like I really wish they would add is an online multiplayer to that game so you don't have to be next to your person. You could do the online multiplayer and connect to someone rather that than would the couch co-op. Especially that now. would be phenomenal, especially with COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really nice with COVID. To have that ability to play the Lego game online. Because uh. a lot of debates though, because I know George would come into a mission and be like, give me Obi-Wan. There'd be no room for <laughs> argument. Otherwise, yeah, there'd be no room for argument. Obi-Wan, mine. It makes you think as well, if they do do Clone Wars as a part of the normal game, are we going to see the armored Anakin and Obi-Wan as like a redone minifigure? Yes. Because the last yes. time we saw yes. those minifigures yes. like printed yes. was back when Lego Star Wars 3 The Clone Wars came out. If we get an updated version of the Anakin and Obi-Wan Clone Wars armored minifigures, Ooh. with like especially Anakin, because Anakin, when it was all black, basically, in the original minifigure version... They could do an amazing job with having like the costumes coming and flowing in, because Obi Wan especially, it's like because we know there's so we know from a teaser that Anakin has got uh, like so Anakin has got an episode three no cloak, he's got an episode three cloak, and he's got an episode three cloak and hood. Okay, so you can do like all of them. For some reason, they just went yeah, do it, and that's why some of the promotional art has been showing the Jedi wearing capes and the Lego capes. That's the road. Mm-hmm. You can disable that apparently and just play as the non-caped version. All right. Or you can be authentic to the complete saga where they all had capes. Hey, I'm, I'm quite. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. You know, I quite enjoyed um, the Clone Wars Lego game as well. I remember playing that. Lego Star Wars. I love the Clone yeah. Wars one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share a story. In middle school, I was supposed to go to bed at like ten or eleven. Right? I turn off my TV. Boy. My mom didn't even notice the the Wii was still on. And the moment she was gone, <laughs> TV went back on in muted mode. And I continued playing Lego Star Wars 3 The Clone Wars. It was such a good game. I couldn't put it down. I've seen oh, nothing such wrong a bad with that boy. story. No, 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 no. He did the right thing in that situation, historian. I know. I, <laughs> I meant, like, I oh, slept through, like, you uh, naughty boy. Oh, what was it? What was it? Uh, it's, not, it's like the world map geography, I think is what it's called. Yes, I slept through that entire class in middle school. I didn't pay attention not even once, but at least I could name a few countries based off of one song, and Clone already yeah. knows where I'm going to go Don't with this. Know. Start singing Animaniacs. Do, 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 do. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, I'm just going to leave it alone. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, yes, we have the final thing on our list. Yeah, we talked about it all, and now we have... The final bit, it appears. Unless Quan's thinking of something else in the, the gaming area real quick. Do you want me to extend your podcast out longer? Well, I mean the last question, so no. <laughs> then you can move on and I won't speak. Alright. Goodman asks, what is our favorite Lego Star Wars set? What a good tie-in to this! <laughs> this wasn't even planned. We didn't expect to talk about Lego last. But this is a good answer right now. It's like, we have the ability to say, what's our favorite Lego set? I'm going to start with Clone. I'm going to hold my reservations on this because apparently there might be a LEGO UCS Death Star and there's definitely a UCS gunship coming later this year. So I'm going to hold off and not give an answer yet because I want to see what those are like. Otherwise, right now, probably the UCS Millennium Falcon. I mean, come on. That's good. Come on. (laughs) My friend bought two of those um, because we used to work at Legoland years ago. And so we we had 40% discount off. 
And so he decided he's going to... Because they're really expensive. Yeah, they're like 650 um, pounds a pop. Yeah. So he bought two. Um, but he, he, he bought one so he could build it and have it on his... Not his shelf, but on his yeah, entire table. And the other ones in the box still just sitting. Yeah, because that will make... so that will, That's an investment right there. Cause that the old, really is an investment. That's a smart use of your Legoland like, discount. So, yeah, I wish I was that smart, but I wasn't. I really wish. <laughs> I really wish I had the space for one. Because if I did, then I'd buy one. But if I bought one, I don't know where I'd put it. That's so, that's, that's the biggest. The biggest reason I can't I can't have Lego. I know it's so annoying Isn't when you run out of display place. I've got my helmet collection to yes. the right of me, and that's that's that takes up a lot of space. Lovely. Have you um? Have you, have you received your lightsaber yet? Which one? When, um, was it Ahsoka's or... No, it's a dark saber. No. Ah, damn. <laughs> Alright, what's your favourite Lego set, Historian? Um, Star Wars Lego set, yeah? Um, yeah, Star Wars Lego set, yeah. It's been a long, long time since. Um, I remember... I, I remember, like... Back when the Revenge of the Sith came out, and they had a bunch, and during that summer, um, it's on a caravan trip. This is more nostalgia, not the Lego set itself, more of the nostalgia of it, really, is that it was just at a caravan, ca- caravan site, and we just whatever, and went to a shop, and thought, oh, I'd like to have this, please, I've been such a good boy. And it was a, um, it was Obi-Wan, Can- no, what's the, who owns the yellow one? Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. It's Anakin's uh, Jedi Starfighter. Um, when it also came with a um, buzz, little buzz droid and a vulture droid. And it was all one sweat mm. set. It was about £20 back then. And I thought, it, it, it was so cool, you know, because you had to, you just messed around with them, played with them, whatever. They were fun. Also, you get Anakin and R2-D2 and a vulture droid. It was pretty cool. Also, the vulture droid went up, stand, stood on two legs. Sorry, four legs. Because that's what they can do. Um, but the reason why I bring it back up was because I remember when um, the Clone Wars was coming out and they had two different sets, which were both were £20. <laughs> but, what, but it was just for each ship separately. Of course, I had a little bit more detail and, of course, inflation and oil prices had gone up by then. And I just remember thinking, God damn, Lego's expensive. Now that's... That's 40 quid for the same set, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my friend, a uh, friend of mine, he, 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 he's, his family was more middle class. And uh, he had a, ma- he had like an entire shelf full of all the Lego sets from Revenge of the Sith. He had the Juggernaut, the, uh, <laughs> the Mustafa playset. He, he had it, he had nearly all of them. It was so, I was so jealous, but man, it was so cool going to his house and playing with him. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, so uh, so much nostalgia. Where's yours, George? I mean, I'm gonna have two answers to this, right? One's gonna be one I actually own. The other one's gonna be the one I always wanted. The one I always wanted was the Venator, just the Venator with Palpatine, the one that released oh, during the Clone Wars. No, no, yes, no, no, I no, want no. that one. No, what? No, go for the go for one of the like, no. go for one of the custom Venators. Technically, it's not a Lego yeah. set. The custom ones are way better. Yeah. 
perhaps, but I mean, like, I'm going off of an actual set. Uh, oh. But the one I actually own is the Clone Wars Juggernaut tank that came with Ahsoka, Anakin, Ayla, and it was the box. I still have the box. Oh. By the way. Yeah. It's a... Uh, I know which it's one it's the backgrounds about. of Felucia yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. It's nice. I love that one. It's so good. I'm mm. glad to have that one. I also enjoy owning the Emperor Shuttle from Revenge of the Sith. That's another good one I like. Although the wings are so delicate, I don't want to touch it. The One of the wings and the landing gears is just, I don't want to touch it. That thing will explode if I touch it. <laughs> it's like the, but that's, that's, like the Star Fortress bomber from that. Last Jedi. This is hitting and it's going to detonate on the spot. Alright, we got we can move uh, on to the next uh, question. Just oh, to go you wanna say something? Yeah, say just something. to go off about you like afraid to touch that. I remember it was Christmas uh one of my cousins got what's that upside down shuttle called? Which is not a shuttle, it's a clone warship. Before the upside the, down shuttle that's not a shuttle that is a clone warship. It's like a bomber. And fighter, Clone Wars ship, uh, before the C, before the um, Arc Seventy. The B-wing? No, no. The V nineteen Torrent fighter. Oh, the yeah, the Headhunter, isn't it? No, the no, ninety five no. Headhunter. Why not the Headhunter? It was like literally in the first season of Clone Wars, they appeared. V nineteen Torrent. Oh yeah, the V nineteen Torrent. I like that one. Yeah, he had one of them. And then, but I picked it up for two seconds and it just disintegrated in my hand. <laughs> and no one saw. So I was like, I'm just going to put that back down. <laughs> walked, out, walked away. The scene of the crime. <laughs> you could have been caught red handed destroying pro- property. Precious uh. property. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on to the next question. Billionaire asks if we were to hang out with any Star Wars actor, and that includes voice actors, who would it be? And apparently, there's a caveat to this one. I can't say James Arnold Taylor. Oh, it's going to be difficult for you then, isn't it? I'm going to say James Arnold Taylor because that's going to be an obvious one, but I will answer the second one. Mark Hamill or Ewan McGregor. Why? Mark is cool and just every ounce of a nerd, right? Every ounce of a nerd, my fiber just is like, yes, Mark Hamill, he gets it, right? He's the Joker. He's Luke Skywalker, right? He, he gets this, like, culture. He understands it. He loves it. Another bit of me, like, ah, yes, Ewan. Obi Walden. Yes. <laughs> so that's your answer other than Jet. Jet would be top priority. I like the way you diverted the question from, you're not allowed to say James Arnold Taylor, everyone, but you're allowed to say Ewan McGregor, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, you found a loophole in the system there. Uh, yeah, I found the loophole. Okay, clone. Who would you want to hang out with? Freddie Prince Jr. or Sam Witwer? Their knowledge. Just that's good knowledge. Especially that's, Sam Witwer. Not even just their knowledge. They are chill. You could they play games chill. with them. Sam Witwer and Freddie Prince Jr. I think would be amazing to have a conversation with. I think they're both amazing people. And the voice work they did on both Clone Wars and Rebels for Sam Witwer and Rebels for Kanan. Uh, I love Freddie Prince Jr.'s rant. It's like, this, okay, this is information time, not affirmation. They just, <laughs> I love that rant. They're just so good. relaxed about Star Wars. And it just seems like, especially because they've been taught by Dave Filoni, it's not an over-exaggification. They probably know a lot, and they're probably some of the actors you can speak to where you can get the context. You can just go and ask them, okay, so just tell me about what you would like to tell me about the Force. 
how would you describe it? And so I just think it'd be an amazing. And then like Sam Woodward's the only one to out nerd Dave Filoni. Oh yeah, with the Padme story. stuff. It's such a funny, yeah, it's such a funny story. Sam Woodward, the only <laughs> yeah. person in the history of Star Wars to like correct Dave Filoni, so far as we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Powerful man. Who would you want to hang out with, historian? Well, I had I had one when we was finding these questions, and it, but I've now got two more after this one. So I'm sorry, <laughs> but I want to say my original one, which is Billy D. Williams, because hey. he seems like a cool person to hang around with. Hang around with, go to a club, you get a few drinks. There's a few stories to be told there. Uh, <laughs> there probably is. <laughs> um, but then I thought of a loophole. Um, what you two mentioned there, and um, that's with two people who who've technically. Um, who were actors in Star Wars. I mean, they're more cameos than anything. Uh, oh, no. But Dave Filoni. <laughs> oh, you found a loophole. That's, that's so smart. I and, 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 and George Lucas. <laughs> Papa Noida. That's right. In episode three, George Lucas was like Papa Noida, that's right. And then Dave Filoni is both Chapper, uh, ch- Chapper, Chopper. I'm, th- Chopper yeah, I'm, I'm mixing Trapper Wolf, Wolf yeah, and Chopper, Chopper together. That's my new head cannon. They are the same person. <laughs> Chopper became a human being after the end of Rebels. That's why we haven't he seen him. He became a real boy. He became a real boy like Pinocchio. <laughs> uh, Trapper Wolf. So infuriate people. Yeah, it's, it's Chopper and Trapper Wolf. Yeah, but right. I, that's I such a smart it's like loophole. That's I big love brain. that. Thank That's you. real big brain. <laughs> but, but... I was thinking small scale. Historians over here, like, with the big brain, just like, <laughs> I want to hang out with the people that basically make Star Wars because they cameoed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm like... But if I was just to go out for, for a night out, probably Billy D. Williams. You know, that, mm-hmm. you know, there's a few... Like I said, a few stories. But but if we're playing big brain, those the other two... <laughs> He's historian out of here with the big brain. And you so know, I'm going to be out here with the big brain as well to see if I'm correct in this. Give me a second. Give me one second. He's going to look the up chat. someone he would like to talk to. I'd want to hang out with Pablo Hidalgo because he was in <laughs> Revenge of the Sith and the Vader Immortal game. Who did he play in Revenge well. of the Sith? Uh, some background character that was uncredited as Janu Gaudia. Okay. Gadali. Oh, right. Yeah, I suppose Pablo Hidalgo. He decides what's canon and what's not, so that'd be quite nice to see how he goes about that process. You know what? Yeah, it'd be another one. I, I, I think he would appreciate. People. I think he would appreciate not. I, I, you know, a lot of these people, I wouldn't. I'd would hang out and not talk about Star Wars too, because that's too. Yeah. Because they're, 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 like I would want to talk about Pablo with the old like old TV shows like the Quinn Martin Productions canon and all that. I know he loves that. Yeah, stuff. talk to him about just, Gundams. <laughs> yeah, talk about like other stuff with them. They're more than just that that role or that one franchise. I don't know. Oh, actually, Star Wars, I'll be honest. Hmm? <laughs> it's, it's Star Wars or nothing. <laughs> it's there for nothing. <laughs> Avatar would be one for Dave Filoni. Yeah, it was. Sam worked on it. Got loads King of the Hill would be another one for Dave Filoni, yeah. I think. I've got loads I could do for Sam Witwer. Different shows he's done. Or different yeah. f- different formula because he's on game. Sam well. Whitworth, like I said, it's like the Mar- it's like Mark Hamill. He's just 
nerd. <laughs> he's <laughs> in bloody everything. Yeah, he's a nerd. He's very popular. He's in everything. Is it's just ah. I'm gonna move on to the next question. Billionaire also asked, "Did we watch the Clone Wars 2003 micro series?" My answer is, "Yes, I did. I'm on my way." Is that Jack? What an unusual smell you've discovered. <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of Jack's first. Yeah, that's Star Wars Jack's things. earliest clone, like being Obi Wan thing. That is his first. Aye. Yeah, it's very nice. Hey, that there is good are though. Alternatives to fighting. Because isn't that um, series? It's the same. It's animated by the same uh, guy. Dad. Um, Samurai Jack. Transylvania. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a good day. I'm fairly certain he does, does Transylvania. Probably. I don't know. I think he does. I think he does something in Transylvania. I wouldn't know. But um, what I was going to say there, I do like just how stylized it is. Like, it doesn't need to be so. Uh, like, like dialogue based. It's just like, enjoy what you see on screen. It's just fun, isn't it? Just some mm-hmm. fun. I didn't is. understand that the first time I watched it because I was like, where's the dialogue at, right? The second time, though, I'm like, ah. It makes sense. It's just to be in, to be a little bit of just to be enjoyed. What I like about it is because there is some stuff in there which is like uh, that's a bit op, <laughs> like with Mace Window <laughs> and all the uh, when he just fights with his hands and whatnot. Uh, yeah, throws bolts. That. That Mace Window versus literally the entire droid army. Mace like, Window cool. wins. It's pretty badass, I would say. It is. But uh, so I, yeah, so I, I I can already confirm you've already seen it. What about you, Clone? Love Have it. you seen it? I've seen a majority of it, is what I'd say. But the problem is I never watched it back when it came out, and I don't have access to it. So I have to find what I can in scraps, and I don't know exactly how it works. But I have seen a majority mm-hmm. of it, is what i say, but I haven't seen all of it. As to whether or not I enjoy it, not particularly much. I just don't think it's my cup Fair. of tea, because I, I'm quite a story-driven person. I, I love a good story that hooks me in and is really divulging for me. Mm. And as you've just described, it's more about just for the fun of it. It's like, here's the Clone Wars. And it's good at doing that. And some of the things are nice. But it didn't hook me. And so I haven't gone looking for it as such as I maybe should have or would have if I had enjoyed it more. And that's not to say it's bad. It's just to say it wasn't my cup of tea. In the same way, Forces of Destiny is not my cup of tea. But I enjoy Forces of Destiny still, so. That's, That's the reason that's good, yeah. Oh mm-hmm. no! I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue that reasoning. Yeah, <laughs> that really that not. is its biggest flaw is that it, its story structure is a little bit weak because it because it only had ten minute slots, I can fifteen turn, minutes. I can turn my reasoning round and go, no, actually, it's garbage. But I haven't even seen all of it, and then make a really <laughs> conjunctive, objective opinion on about something that I haven't seen all of. If you'd like, I can. Would you like me to? No. Okay. No, thank no. you. If you haven't seen it, then we don't need to talk about it. It's as simple as that. I've seen most of it. I've seen, like, <laughs> I've seen the beginning bits where everyone had the clone armor, and I don't know all the names, but I know there was that big droid person that Obi-Wan fought, and I know Yoda had that horse thing on Droid person? You mean Dirge? Yeah, him. The big muscle? Yeah, him. Basically. I know Yoda had that goat-looking <laughs> thing on the Battle of Coruscant, and I've seen the shock T bits, and I've seen the Anakin with all the blue paint and chosen one in the battle. Like fire across the galaxy, yeah. the Clone Wars spread. <laughs> and the, I've seen the Battle of Yavin fight with the Sarge Ventress, and then like the General Grievous first appearance and the Ark Troopers. You've, you've pretty much seen nearly all of it. Yeah, but I think there's little bits yeah. I've missed in between because like, I've watched bits of it, not all of it. 
So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if there's something I've missed. Yeah. Mm, Jedi Master Shagai. Yeah. Oh, Shagai. Oh, <laughs> Shaggy. He's a Jedi Knight. That's such a funny thing. I enjoyed that. Such a funny you know, joke. You know, I like, you know, uh, one thing I enjoy, especially this is prob- prominent in like um, expanded universe books and stuff which came out before Phantom Menace uh, or for the Clone Wars, for example, is a big one, is people's interpretations of the Clone Wars, especially in like f- the Thrawn trilogy, but more and so in the time period between 2002 and 2005 between those two movies, because in the first volume, in the first handful of episodes of Clone Wars micro-series, there's a certain like freedom they have because they can just do whatever they want and... Um, and mess around with certain designs, and but as more as as more as that series goes on, with especially volume two, it tries to end it on the note, like end it like we need to have this established in these things. I like the some of like the, the Confederacy designs, which are like exclusive to the comics and books and mm-hmm. this series, which are kind of like separate from the movies, which are kind of enjoyed. It's just a nice... I've always liked people's interpretations before it gets coloured in uh, the universe. It's just interesting. It interests me in a production interest more than a story interest, I suppose. Hmm. Like, Ventress is, is like... Uh, her ship is pretty cool. Where It's like a um, a circle and a massive sail. <laughs> yeah, and they got brought over into clone, uh, the actual the Clone Wars as well then later. That was in the Savage no. episodes, I think, season three. That first showed up. And that was one of the first episodes where we saw Anakin and Obi-Wan's uh, new appearances. Right. Uh, with that, with, mm. that, with less armor on. Yeah, more of a robe. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny, and because I, I, finally, I finally found out why that was. That wasn't just because the Clone Wars was advancing, that was because of the budget of the show increased. The reason they still had the reason they wear more robes season three onwards is because their budget increased because then they can do more fabric materials. The reason they still wear Mm -hmm. gloves is because of how baggy the robe would be, as we see in season seven, if they don't wear gloves, which you see with Obi Wan, and you've got the material flying around, and that's because of cost. So the reason the Jedi always wore gloves for most of the Clone Wars is partly a there's the law reason you can probably build on, but B, I think it was also partly to do with budgetary reasons because they didn't. There's a reason if you look at the Star's animated shows, Rebels and Clone Wars, a lot of the characters wear skin tight suits a lot of the time. There's very yeah. little in terms of dresses or robes. We, I mean, for like Rebels, it's barely noticeable, yeah, because you don't expect style. people to wear the Jedi robes. But when I think yeah. back on it, Clone Wars very rarely did you have the Jedi robes until they started showing up a lot later in the show. And then in season seven, Obi Wan's practically wearing one every single shot he's in. Mm-hmm. And I think that, it's also that, very that is the budget consuming. going up. They have the budget to now do the gravity affecting fabrics and materials, but they didn't have that back in season three, which is why they wear the clone armored gloves. Like all of them did. Mace Windu did. Anakin, Obi Wan, Plo Koon, They all wore the clone style gloves to stop the baggy sleeves. I'm going to pull this back on topic now. We're going to answer the final question, and I'm going to ask Clone to make it quick oh, when he answers this one. That's not fair. Baba Boy, 
asked if we were given $3 million and full autonomy, what Star Wars movie would we make? Clone. Oh, I've got to go keep it short. Well, have I? <sighs> yeah, keep it short. I, I'll, I'll try and sort it out as quickly as possible. I would put it in between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. And currently, that's where I'd put it. Shortly after the original trilogy. I'd have it as a group of, like, maybe a group of four characters were being smugglers. And they're trying to deal with the uprising of... So it's like a pirate, like Hondo. It'd be the uprising of the New Republic coming into power with the Imperial Remnants. And them trying to weave Mm -hmm. their way through the war. But I wouldn't do this thing of, like, where they get hooked into fighting for one side. As such as they end up saving the galaxy and no one knows about it. It's something small scale that proves that no matter what, anyone can be the hero and that you can always go along and it's like, you don't have to be famous to be good-hearted and good-natured. Because I think there's a lot of that in Star Wars where it's like, oh, look, it's a Skywalker. They're very good. Oh, look, it's a Palpatine, very evil. And it's like, what about this person? You don't have to know who this is. The galaxy does not have to know who this is. But they saved the galaxy at one point. It brings down that factor of you have to be a legend, a superhero to save people. It's like, no, anyone can save someone. Anyone can be a hero. Anyone has the capacity to do good. I really like that formula. So you have a group of people who are effectively not nobody, but they're not important to the galaxy that then end up saving the galaxy in some small regards. And whether that be through accidentally stumbling across an Imperial Remnant and destroying it, and then they just disappear off. And it's kind of like that. It's that trip of meeting a group of people on a haphazard adventure in space, which I think is what Star Wars was meant to be when it began with A New Hope. Yeah. That would be my formula. all right, historian, what would you want to make? I can't talk about it because I'm under NDA with uh, Lucasfilm about the... <laughs> oh, I'm sure. You've got your own saga. Uh, right, I'm quite sure you're Lucasfilm for sure. I don't, I don't know about that. Yes, actually, going back to mine, I actually do have a movie in the works. <laughs> no, I don't it's believe called, that at all. It's called Star Wars Episode One: The Menace Phantom. It's going to be followed up uh, by The Clones Attack and then The Sith Take Their Revenge. Those are my three movies. Okay. Historian, what would what would the film be on a serious note? On a serious note, um, kind of something similar I'm already doing with my fan film I'm, I'm in the production of right now. Um, I, if I had the budget, I would... I don't know if I'd do a film. I, I, I'd like the idea of, of, of someone who's not good with... Like someone... Uh, it's, it's Star Wars and it's the biggest thing is like Star Wars and wars and whatnot. <laughs> but I, I like the idea that there's a, someone in the universe who doesn't know how to use blaster, who doesn't know how to fight wars. Kazuna Zero. just Kazuna as you Kazuna Zero. Yeah, you can tell that I've not watched that. <laughs> <laughs> My boy, Kaz. I watched episodes. <laughs> My boy, Kaz. Um, uh, but yeah, I, like I watched everything. Okay. Of just some some person making their way across the galaxy, uh, just being themselves. I like basically. I want a mix of Indiana Jones and Star Wars, and just an archaeology movie in Star Wars. Get Harrison Ford back. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing a different character and someone else. If if there was anything I would like to see, it would be probably something to do with Doctor Aphra or un- something original. Mm. Um, I like the Doctor Aphra character, and I've liked her early uh, comics. I've not 
read any of the recent ones just because I stopped buying comics recently, uh, just because I don't have the time or they're, they're bloody expensive what they are. Um, um, but um, one thing, what, what I'd want to see more from her character is the more archaeology side and her going and finding this stuff. She's turned more into a, like a, um, like not like action hero. Yeah, right. she's turned more into an action hero instead of being like her uh, her job grassroots archaeology. Yeah, learning the secrets of the galaxy and trying to spend and a profit. There you could get you could get two stones of one. You can get two birds of one stone. You can scratch people's itch for law stuff, and then you can have like a mummy like the mummy kind of movie style <laughs> like where we go to, uh, where we awaken the dead of an ancient sith burial Wait. ground or something <laughs> didn't that already happen but with a fungus jedi already fungus jedi yeah that, for some reason i remember hearing a story in dr afro that vader fought a fungus like a fungus that thought it was a jedi it was that could use the force that's old invader literally fought it and killed it Oh, maybe you can maybe, tell we're well know. advanced in the knowledge behind Star Wars comics and books. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> we know everything. Hi, hi. I'm I'm mainly here to help them with that. Challenge your intelligence, <laughs> I dare you. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I would have something along that vein. Um, to be honest, me being my favorite era of Star Wars is the original trilogy, so it'd probably around then if not after the fall of the Empire, before or during. Um, but to, just to be honest, that's a big question. That's a big, that's, that's a big question a for a small question. answer. Yeah. yeah. It's a but, loaded question. Um, I'll let you carry on. All right. I got like three minutes to put this in, condense it in because I don't want to waste more than an hour. Okay, let's go. Uh, what movie I would make with three million? I'd make a film based in the Clone Wars focused on the clone troopers, like a gritty, warm film, right? Focusing on like clone PTSD and everything and how they cope within the battlefield, like a battlefield story type thing to where like you're entrenched with the clones. Basically a giant episode of the Clone Wars <laughs> in a way. But uh, you get to see like the injuries, like this, like Rex said. The war left their scars on all of us. Oh, wait, no, that's Kanan. The war left their scars on all of us. And you can see some you can't see, right? Mm -hmm. Right? In, the, in this case, it's like, uh, we get to see, like, clones, like, realizing, oh, why are we even here? Are we here just to literally be, like, like cannon fodder for the Jedi? I'm seeing my brothers die right beside me type of thing. I'd want that in a way. But I'd, I'd also... <laughs> Keep in George. mind that Lucas wants, like, a hopeful, like, turnaround in it. It's like, they will win, like, the battle that they're in. It's like a, kind of like a Vietnam thing in a way. But it's like, they do win that battle. And their brothers, like, the ones that are suffering with, like, mental illness do, you know, get their <laughs> faculties back in check and all. But that's what I would make with my film. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm not going to let anyone else respond to this. No, I, I, just I have one question for you. Would Obi-Wan be in it? All right. Yes. There we go. That's It'd all we needed to know. Glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> well, so, you, story. you get one question. I was, I was going to ask you, so you're probably going to get, not not fully, but you're probably going to get a little bit of that in Bad Batch. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd probably assume. I hope so. so. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. But I would enjoy seeing that. But on that note, thank you guys and gals so much for watching, and may the force be with you. You keep forgetting to plug the Twitter always. account.
Uh, yes, right. <laughs> you can Follow the Spectres podcast on at Spectres podcast on Twitter. Also, you'll find the Discord link somewhere there as well. I'm so desperate. Thank you for watching, and may the Force be with you, yeah. always. We are the Republic. The Sith rule everything. Thank <laughs> you.